You know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. We are here, those weekend golf guys. John Ashton in studio, Jeff Smith, where you'd expect him to be in the comfortable confines of the golf cave at Otter Creek in Columbus, Indiana, with the Plain and Simple Golf School. Actually, I think he's uh, he's escaped the cave and he's just outside staring at what is a beautiful golf course on a beautiful fall day in the Midwest. You, you got that right. A, a heck of a golf tournament going on. The, the one that I run every year to raise money for the school girls and boys uh, golf teams. And uh, a lot of people uh, donating money and I like all that because, you know, a lot of that money. Helps uh, get these kids in better in better golf shape, so yeah. works out uh, works out well for everybody. Plus, buys them golf bags so mom and dad don't have to. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah. You know, shoes and bags, and you know, helps yeah. out with uh, some equipment purchases and things like that. And uh, you know, gets them gets them some more money for some more golf lessons from yours truly. <laughs> As uh, the method to the madness continues, okay. and which in which hole are we sponsoring? Uh, those weekend golf guys. Yeah. The sign is on the putting green. On the putting dead green. Dead center. I, I, I want you to listen to something I'm going to say and, and uh, opine upon it as if I have to ask you to do that. But <laughs> Do I have to listen? We're like two and because a half. Because this will be the first time. I know. We're, and you can tell, by the way, you usually react to things I say. Uh, we are about two and a half minutes into the show. What we say in the first couple of minutes of this show kind of determine the entire direction the show is going to take. Would you agree with that? Most often. Okay. But, but I'd like yeah, to equate that to, uh, to our golf game. Mm-hmm. And I know you and I are going to have a difference of opinion on this. Most amateurs, we don't get to the golf course an hour in advance. We don't hit a bucket of balls. We don't, you know, putt for 20 minutes and everything. We, we're busy. You know, <clears throat> if we're going to take four, four and a half hours to play golf, we're going to get there, you know, maybe 30 minutes early at best. Um, many of us are still, you know, out of breath hustling up to check in. 10 minutes prior to the tea time and hopefully we can get everything loaded up and, and get to the tea on time. So we don't back everything up and, and get blackballed by the course. So <laughs> I know, I know who you're talking about. So a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> so a lot of times, I mean, the swings we take as practice swings with our driver on the first tee are the first time we have swung that club or swung any club in three, four, five, maybe more days. Yeah. Oftentimes, that first drive is not a very good one. Is there any advice you would give? Because hitting a bad drive on the first hole really clouds your confidence. Because now you're starting to worry every other hole. It's, it's, you get negative. It's like, just don't let me hit it like I did on the first one. And, and the, yeah. your performance level becomes a little bit more nervous, should we say? You get a little tighter. Right. So other than making sure you block out an entire day to play 18 holes of golf so that you can get to the course with enough time to warm up and feel confident. you have any suggestions on how to approach the first tee where you won't screw up your entire 18 holes? I really do. Yeah. You know, I know exactly what you're saying because, you know, I used to go through that myself. Um, Speaking as a former club professional, we feel things that are similar and you sit there and go, yeah, right. But here, (laughs) Uh, expectations of everyone around you mm-hmm. when you haven't played or practiced either and you run out of the golf shop and you grab your clubs and sometimes you know where they are and sometimes you've loaned them out and sometimes you <laughs> don't know where they are but you're out there anyway right 
And people think, wait a minute, the club pro, he's out there practicing and playing all the time. No, he's not. (laughs) He's really not. But, you know, we stand on the first tee, and you know what we have? We have expectations of everybody else upon our shoulders that it goes really well, not just is an okay shot. So I, I know the feeling of standing there with those that are the people that you, say, teach golf to. Mm-hmm. And they have an inflated sense of how good you can be or how good you should be on each and every shot. So what I do and what I suggest to my players that I work with that they do is you get to the tee and you make a bunch of warm-up swings. Let's say that you didn't go to the range at all, in, in, like in your conversation. No chips, no putts, no mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, run down to the tee. You know, you, got your, you chucked your clubs on the cart and next thing you know, you're at the tee. Mm-hmm. Well, the first thing I would do is, is I would just stretch a little bit and make sure that your body's not tight. Make sure your hands aren't tight, you know, kind of run your, intertwine your fingers and turn your palms out and kind of push your arms out, kind of get all that uh, going a little bit. And then just stand there and make a handful of swings. And then all of a sudden you get your ball up on the tee and you look at the place that you're going to hit it. Don't bother looking at the bunker on the left and the lake on the right and the trees. <laughs> Don't look at those things. We all know they're there. Okay, so let's get out of that possibility and just focus on the target. And then mentally, just draw a line back to the spot right through your golf ball. And then as you align yourself in line with that target line, let's call it, make some swings behind your golf ball on that target line and you just feel the club traveling down that target line at the bottom. And then when you get up to your golf ball, focus on the spot out on that target line just right in front of your golf ball and kind of eyeball it and then have the intention that you're going to swing your club face right through that spot in front of your golf ball. And I guarantee you that your shots will be better on the very first tee because we trained your brain to focus on where your ball's going to go instead of allowing yourself to think about where all the bad places that it might go or worse yet, what are people looking at you and thinking? Yeah. <laughs> all you have to do is make an average run-of-the-mill decent swing that makes the golf club go right smack in front of the golf ball on that target line and you'll just look down the fairway for it. See, a guarantee from Jeff Smith, and that's just one of many that's to come because we're going to guarantee to fix a couple of problems from a couple of folks who have gotten through to Jeff through the uh, Facebook page at facebook.com slash golfguys and a whole lot more. So now your drive has been perfected the first time, so uh, we'll work on the rest of the game coming up in just a little bit. We are those weekend golf guys. Don't move. Hey, Jeff, I got to come to you, man. I need some help. Out playing golf last weekend, four of us, at least two of them, outdrove me on a regular occasion. To, you know, to pick up your club head speed, you know, I have found these, these training aids that are just the world's best thing I've ever seen. Uh, Super Speed Golf has some training aid sticks, and they've got this beautiful training program that goes with them that you can get online. My clients have picked up a lot of club head speed and a lot of distance in a relatively short period of time. I'm more impressed with this than I am with anything else that I've ever seen on the market to make people swing their club faster. And we all know that's what, you know, one of the big factors in producing distance. That's right. Faster equals longer. That's what I'm looking for, man. Longer that's right. by being faster. Super speed. What's, what's the website? Where do Super, I go? Superspeedgolf.com. Go to superspeedgolf.com. Pick up some of these sticks. Uh, go through their training program. It is eye-popping how much distance you'll pick up. 
Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 800-554-4183 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 800-554-4183 to take your call now. Call 800-554-4183. That's 800-554-4183. Again, 800-554-4183. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-616-4030. That's 1-800-616-4030. Again, 1-800-616-4030. Call now. Thanks for hanging. We are those weekend golf guys back again. John Ashton together with Jeff Smith, and that's who comprises those weekend golf guys. And we uh, now that we've cured first tee jitters, I guess you could call them, with a foolproof method, whether or not you have time to practice, we're going to work on something else. I got a little story I want to relate. I was playing golf right after our local show here on Sunday. Went out and played um, eighteen holes, and three of us yeah. played in three hours. Man, it was great. Isn't that nice? There was no one in front of us, no one behind us. It was like our private. Golf course. A fall weekend. Football season is here. Yeah, the it was. Golf great. courses are more empty. You can whip around there, and have a great That's time. That's it. There were no holdups, no nothing. But anyhow, I'm on. Uh, I'm on a short par four, and I take that new driver you you gave me, the Callaway, mm-hmm. which I love. Like we we have mm-hmm. discussed, I have never played a piece of Callaway equipment in my life except a couple of golf balls that I found. I don't know why, but I just never have. And I love this driver. And it's not. It's not the latest and the greatest Callaway. It's a couple of years old, and it works wonderfully. The yeah. shaft is fantastic, and it it just it works with my swing great. <laughs> As I say that, then I tell you about this fantastically long drive that I pulled to the left. <laughs> <laughs> only, only because a I am not perfect, and b you know we have discussed the Goldilocks area, and I was a little bit. Too far forward of the Goldilocks area to hit it straight, and yeah, and, uh, that, I, and that yeah. way your club was at the time it touched the ball was moving uh, a little bit left mm-hmm. on that uh, on that swing path yep. on that arc that it's traveling on. Yep, so. and it pulled it to the left. But uh, bottom line is, you know, the other two guys found their balls quite quite easily. None of which was anywhere close to mine distance wise. 
nor <laughs> nor laterally speaking either. Um, but but they took their shots, and I had walked up into the rough to try to find my ball, and it was car path only, so I, I, I forgot your advice and did not take a bunch of clubs with me because I was looking for the ball. So anyhow, I, one of the guys, I said, could you just bring the card up to here and uh, – and give me my sandwich, please. I was 80 yards from the green. He said, what are you going to do? Because there was a 40-foot-high tree between me and the green. Straight shot. You're going to go up over it or I said, around I'm, it or I'm, under no, it? Or? Yeah, he, I said, I'm just going to go over the tree. Lay it right on the green. It's a straight shot. And he kind of kind of smirked and went, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's exactly what I did. <laughs> and put it eight feet from the pin. But I started thinking, did I convince myself by calling that shot, that that's what I was going to do. You sure set the groundwork for it. That's for sure. Because it was, you know, I didn't hem, I didn't haw, I didn't say, well, should I go around it or should I just, ch- you know, chip out and or anything. I just, I just said without a moment's hesitation or or a modicum of doubt, I'm going to put this over the tree, and I did. You, know, you have just said one of the greatest things ever is that you just voiced. The fact that you didn't stand over it in doubt. Mm-hmm. You didn't guess at what you were going to do. You were convinced of what you were going to do. Yep. You were telling yourself what was about to happen. Yep. Which if golfers could do that all the time, they would play so much better golf because they're not in fear or in doubt. They're not looking over their shoulders. They're not wondering what may happen. They are trying to control the outcome and they are determined to do it because they have said this is what i'm going to do mm-hmm. you know it's the old babe ruth thing you know pointing out there to right field yeah this yeah. one's going out boys that's it watch it i used to play a game uh, a gambling game uh called call your shot and we used to play this for low stakes when we first started off we started off now i advise people to play this game uh with someone of your similar ability mm-hmm. and the game goes like this we're not playing for score today. We are playing for a nickel per shot. And every shot, including the putts, we are going to say out loud to the other person what that's going to do. For example, you just voiced it. I'm just going to hit it up over that tree and onto the green. Right. You will receive a nickel from me if we're playing together for every time that your ball does what you just said it was going to do. And you must pay out a nickel for every time that your ball does not do what you said it's going to do. And each of us on every single shot is paying out or taking. There's a nickel being exchanged on every touch of a golf ball with a club. Or in some cases, All the way around the golf a dime. <laughs> right. Just Cause, depend. Because if I don't do it and you out. do, it's going to cost me a dime. Yeah. But I am telling you, our games <clears throat> got so much better because we played this game. And we played it and played it and played it. We did it for no, three, four years. Mm-hmm. It started at a nickel, and then it wound up at $5. <laughs> now, the key here, again, I repeat, I said this earlier, so everybody out there in, the, in golfer land <laughs> listening to this, play it with someone of equal ability or you will be broke at the end of this day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Now, all you hucksters out there, you may think about that as a little little bit of an annuity, you know, going to play guy, against guys that cannot control their golf ball. But all you have to do is say, hey, look, I got this little eight iron bump and run shot. I'm going to bump it into that hill about right over there. And mm-hmm. it's going to climb up the hill and fall down the other side. But you know what? When it does that, you understand the power that your mind has in your golf game. Yeah. Because you're telling your ball what's about to happen and you're, you're saying it out loud 
And you know what happens throughout the course of the day is that you learn that that's really all you're doing. And then you're no longer thinking about your grip or your backswing or, you know, what's going on with the hair on your right elbow at the top of your swing. And, you know, <laughs> did you did you wiggle your, your toes or your butt cheeks or anything like that during your golf swing? You don't have to think about any of that stuff anymore. It's confidence, man. It is. It's, it's a lot of it. A it's, lot a, of it's a confidence. confidence builder. That's for darn sure. And it's just it's just vocalizing what you want to do. Vocalize it out loud, not just to yourself, but to someone else. That's right. And, uh, and it works. What a works. great game. The call your shot game. Boy, that's a good game. But just the ability to, to be in the right frame of mind to say, this is what's going to happen, boys. Sounds a little brash. That's okay. Yeah, it does. Hey, listen, you know, we, we as a rule do not follow the pros, but we have three favorite pro golfers that, uh, that we're going to talk about for a few minutes coming up in just a little bit. Don't go away. We are on those weekend golf guys. Be right back. Hey, you got the Golf Guys app yet, so make sure you go download it at the appropriate smartphone store. It's absolutely free. It allows you to listen to us anywhere at any time. Get the app for this weekend, Golf Guys. If you're diabetic, this message could change your life. Is your blood sugar out of control even when you do all the right stuff? Are you afraid of diabetic blindness and the risk of amputation, as well as all those other side effects? Well, you should be. Is there anything that could help manage your blood sugar? Nobetes is a natural supplement that may quickly and dramatically lower your blood sugar. My name is Bob Corder. I've been using Nobetes for about three and a half to four months now. And in the first three months, I've actually lowered my blood sugars from 500s down to 139, and then it dropped to 88 to 90. My name is Kirsten. I'm a type 1 diabetic, and while taking Nobetes, my blood sugar levels dropped from 295 to 115 in just one day. The FDA hasn't evaluated these statements, and Nobetes isn't intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. But for many, it's helped drop their blood sugar. So if you've been evaluated with high blood sugar, don't delay. Evaluate Nobetes now. Call 800-553-0803 and get your free bottle. Just cover shipping and handling. Call 800-553-0803. That's 800-553-0803. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-616-4030. That's 1-800-616-4030. Again, 1-800-616-4030. Call now. Hey, Jeff, I got to come to you, man. I need some help out playing golf last weekend. Four of us, at least two of them, outdrove me on a regular occasion. To, you know, to pick up your club head speed, you know, I have found these, these training aids that are just the world's best thing I've ever seen. Uh, Super Speed Golf has some training aid sticks, and they've got this beautiful training program that goes with them that you can get online. My clients have picked up a lot of club head speed and a lot of distance in a relatively short period of time. I'm more impressed with this than I am with anything else that I've ever seen on the market to make people swing their club faster. And we all know that's what, you know, one of the big factors in producing distance. That's right. Faster equals longer. 
That's what I'm looking for, man. Longer right. by being faster. Super Speed. What's what's the website? Where do Super, I go? Superspeedgolf.com. Go to superspeedgolf.com. Pick up some of these sticks. Uh, go through their training program. It is eye-popping how much distance you'll pick up. Hi, this is Morgan Freeman. Has anyone ever said you are the picture of health? You look healthy. You feel fine. But that may not be the full picture. Colorectal cancer is the second leading cancer killer of men and women over 50. Since it doesn't always cause symptoms, you may not know you have it. The only way to know is by getting screened. Screening can find precancerous polyps, so they can be removed before they turn into cancer. This is one cancer you can prevent. Plus, screening can find colorectal cancer at an early stage, when the chance for a full recovery is very high. Talk with your doctor and get tested for colorectal cancer. Medicare and many insurance plans help pay for screening. Get screened. Make sure you are the picture of health. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. are back those weekend golf guys john ashton here jeff smith there together collectively speaking those weekend golf guys and uh, coming up in a little bit too jeff's going to be fixing some problems that uh, some of our facebook fans have sent to him if you were to go to uh facebook.com slash golf guys right now you would see a little video of uh, jeff right there on top and uh, feel free to uh, to send him a message reach out to jeff if there's a problem you want a little professional advice on how to fix Jeff can fix it for you. Whatever ails you, Jeff can take care of it. Now, I mentioned a little earlier that we don't, as a rule, follow the pros. Uh, I'm I'm going to give a shout-out to the Golf Channel. You want to follow Pro Golf, go to the Golf Channel. I don't see why radio shows about golf even bother with the pros because you can't beat the Golf Channel at their own game. They do it well, they've done it the longest, and they're good at it, even though Holly Saunders isn't there anymore. And and that in and of itself uh, is, is a shame. And, and a topic a and a topic it. for a whole show, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have three favorite pros, and I'll explain why. Our first favorite pro, and we've got to give him props and shout-outs, is Justin Thomas. He is our yes, favorite do. PGA pro because we know his dad. We are headquartered. We do our show out of Louisville, Kentucky. And Mike Thomas is the uh, the director of golf at uh, a country club here in town called Harmony Landing. Uh, Justin graduated from a local. Uh, do you still call them parochial high schools? Yeah, Saint, yeah, you still do. Saint X, X High School, which is the big Catholic high school in town. Um, he took them to the state championship. Uh, he went to Alabama and uh, you know did wonders at Alabama. And became good friends with Jordan Spieth when Jordan Spieth was at Texas. They competed head-to-head a lot in the NCAA. Uh, and and we, we kid with Mike Thomas that uh, he used to be Mike Thomas PGA. Now he's simply Justin's dad. That's right. But that is the one pro that Especially we will be. Especially now, you know, oh, yeah. he's won a tour event. He, won, he oh, yeah, finally won his first. And, and we have great congratulatory salutations to uh, Justin for, for accomplishing that. And am I wrong? Is it the same tournament that Jordan Spieth started his winning streak on last year? I think you're correct. It's one of those I Asian the, tournaments, yeah, anyhow. Yeah, Malaysian. Yeah, the, yeah. I kind of lose track of that, seeing how we really don't. We don't follow the PGA Tour exactly, on exactly. Our show, but so, we will be, uh, you know, whenever you know. But I think you're right. Whenever uh, Justin Thomas is doing well, we will talk about that. The other pro that we like is Tyler Duncan. 
He's on the yes. web.com tour, and we like him because he has been a longtime student of the infamous Jeff Smith from the Plain and Simple Golf School in Columbus, Indiana. Yeah, you know, I've known Tyler since he was, I don't know, an eighth grader, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, had a chance to help him, you know, throughout his high school and a little bit through college, and after college now he's off of shoulder surgery, and he's, he's out on the web.com, and he's, he's had a pretty successful year. Uh, yeah, and you know, he, well, he he qualified for uh, whatever the official word is for being eligible for every tournament. Yeah, yeah, he he finished uh, <clears> finished <throat> high up enough on the money list that he uh, got a shot at the you know the big tour championship final four this year, and mm-hmm. uh, he made some money there, and and he he wound up getting uh, an awful lot of exemptions. Exemptions, that's got, the word. He's got he's I got full uh, he's got full <clears> status <throat> on the web.com tour next year. Just got off the phone with him a couple days ago, and he's uh, he's headed into laser surgery for his eyes. You know, he's missing putts and all that stuff. Yeah. And then he's uh, switching uh, switching equipment companies. Well, cool. Going to go play a going to go play a new uh, new half white driver <laughs> and uh, half white three wood, and he's going <laughs> to still play his uh, his golf ball he's been playing for an awful long time. He's not giving up on an old uh, an old faithful there. Uh-huh. Just as an aside, I've swung that half white driver. I find it to be uh, distracting. The white, really, the white color. Yeah. I don't know why. See, I'm still looking at the spot out in front of my golf ball, so I really don't see it. Well, I see, I see it peripherally. I just couldn't get rid of that white sp- streak out of my peripheral vision, and it, it distracted me. And the third pro that we like plays on the oh, European yeah. Tour. His name is Thorbjorn Olesen. And the only reason we like Thorbjorn Olesen is because his name is so much fun to say. Yes. You know, I actually uh, was down at the down at the Masters a couple years ago. I wound up getting a dozen balls handed to me with uh, Thorbjorn Olesen's signature on it. So I have oh. an autographed dozen golf balls box. Fantastic. I really think that that ball, that dozen box was actually intended for somebody behind me, but didn't quite make it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people there. Yeah, and there's still somebody going, well, whatever happened to my autographed dozens? Come on, man. That's why you left Augusta so quickly that day. I got you. No, no, that was a whole different reason. No. I mean, there was, there were, they, were, they were escorts and that then, were helping us out there. Yeah, breaking the cardinal rules. Oop. I'm yeah, don't sorry. run at Augusta. If you're ever there, that's one thing you never do. Do not run from one place to the next. They will they will make sure that you're no longer on the premises. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. The patrons are supposed to walk briskly, but you can you're you're walking. There mm. will be no runners on their golf course. Oh, heaven forfend. Right. <laughs> uh huh. We don't allow running here. This we don't is allow a, a lot of things there. It's a quality establishment. Yeah. <laughs> All right, don't start me to talking. But that's uh, that is the sum total of of the pros that we will follow, and and they're fun to follow, especially guys who are, you know, paying their dues and and getting their acts together, and um, you know have have uh, a great uh, potential out there, and especially people that you have have some sort of a personal affinity with, whether it be a student of yours or a friend of a you know a child of a friend or whatever. It's just great. It's great to be able to do that, or because I got a name that's fun to say. Right now, yeah. you, there was something that happened in that tournament uh, over in Malaysia, other than Justin Thomas winning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How about John Peterson? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here it is, last day uh-huh. of the tournament. He's in last and place. 
last place, yeah. last day. And all of a sudden, he gets introduced, and there's a crowd up there. And next thing you know, he tees up his ball, walks back, and all of a sudden, he throws down the Happy Gilmore <laughs> and busts it down the fairway. <laughs> yeah. And I, and they've got this thing on camera, and it's it's a great shot. And here it is. The guy turns in a 66 on the day. Yeah. Yeah, but he no, started his round with a Happy Gilmore. But it was funny. Team. I guess Happy Gilmore is not a real big movie in Malaysia because the crowd was like, "Huh? <laughs> yeah, what what just happened to him?" Yeah, nobody knew. But they asked him. They asked him <laughs> after they asked, asked him after the round what happened with the first shot, and he said, "I think I put it in the lake." But it doesn't matter. I shot a sixty-six. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, and that's another attitude we can all all adopt. You know? Yeah. I shot, matter, well. I shot 66. Who shot cares 66. what happened that's in the it. middle of that? That's even with putting one in the lake. So there you go. So that's um, just just a little encapsulation of uh, of how much of the professional ranks that you will get from us. Um, it's not going to be a lot. And, you know, we may make fun of somebody. You want to talk about making fun of somebody. Let's, uh, let's all sit down and read Stevie's new book about working for Tiger. Whoa. There's some stuff there that's going to uh, leave that. Are you kidding me? Mm. No, we're not going to talk. You know about what? That much. Even if there is, I haven't read the book, but I'm thinking about that. Going really, you know, when they start, all the headlines come out and they're saying, "Hey, you know, Stevie was like a tiger slave." I'm like, really? I, I recall an awful lot of money being made yeah. at that point. I think that guy made eight, nine million bucks <laughs> yeah. as his caddy. Exactly. I'm not sure if that qualifies as indentured servitude or anything of the like. Yeah, but, uh, I've, I don't think anybody in their right sure mind would put... He needs to hush up. Nobody in their right mind would put nine million down as slave wages, you know? Hey, we are going to, uh, as we guaranteed a better drive at the top of the show, we are going to guarantee at least a couple of our listeners improve and you may be sharing the same problems jeff smith with jeff's quick fix will be here when we come right back we are those weekend golf guys don't move those weekend jeff's quick fix it's a tab you can't miss it go there just get yourself a little video send it up to jeff he will respond directly you may even hear about yourself on the radio we want to get it fixed whatever the problem may be jeff's quick fix at those weekend Do you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Then get on board with the tax admiral and let us steer your way to financial freedom. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. They can freeze your bank accounts, seize your car, home, will garnish your paychecks and benefits. Don't take on the IRS alone. I can fight for you using industry secrets that can help stop the IRS. I'll cut your penalties, slash your interest, and reduce your overall tax bill sometimes. I can even get it zeroed out completely. We're an A-rated company with over 30 years experience helping people clean up their mess with the IRS. And we have a 95% customer satisfaction rating. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS, are facing an audit, a lien, or levy, then call me right away. Call 800-329-2708. Again, that's 800-329-2708. 800-329-2708. 800-329-2708. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 
$3 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 800-554-4183 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 800-554-4183 to take your call now. Call 800-554-4183. That's 800-554-4183. Again, 800-554-4183. They just told us right away that we're going to house you, we're going to feed you, and every single one of his medical bills is just all taken care of. They've saved my family from financial ruin. It allowed me and my wife both to focus on the most important thing, which was the health and well-being of our son. We have phenomenal research, outstanding clinical care, and the generosity of public, which allow us to treat patients regardless of what it takes. And that's what makes St. Jude so magical. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, families never receive a bill for treatment, travel, housing, or food, because the only thing a family should worry about is helping their child live. Doctors send us the toughest cases to be treated at St. Jude, and our patients come from all over the world. When we come here, they told me, don't worry, everything being taken care of. We could never repay St. Jude for what they've given us. Because of you. Gracias a ti. Because, because of, of you. you. There is St. Jude. Hey, Jeff, I got to come to you, man. I need some help. Out playing golf last weekend, four of us, at least two of them, outdrove me on a regular occasion. To you know, to pick up your club head speed, you know, I have found these these training aids that are just the world's best thing I've ever seen. Uh, Super Speed Golf has some training aid sticks, and they've got this beautiful training program that goes with them that you can get online. My clients have picked up a lot of club head speed and a lot of distance in a relatively short period of time. I'm more impressed with this than I am with anything else that I've ever seen on the market to make people swing their club faster. And we all know that's what, you know, one of the big factors in producing distance. That's right. Faster equals longer. That's what I'm looking for, man. Longer right. by being faster. Super speed. What's, what's the website? Where do Super, I go? Superspeedgolf.com. Go to superspeedgolf.com. Pick up some of these sticks. Uh, go through their training program. It is eye-popping how much distance you'll pick up. See, that didn't take too long. We are back. Those weekend golf guys, John Ashton in studio, Jeff Smith at the Plain and Simple Golf School. He's putting, uh, he's taking off his radio guy hat and putting on his golf t-shirt hat, which is nowhere near as attractive as your radio guy hat. I must uh, let you know that. But anyhow, you do look the part. My ears are too big. (laughs) (laughs) We have an option for uh, any and all of you. Go to facebook.com slash golfguys or thoseweekendgolfguys.com and click on the tab that says Jeff's Quick Fix. And the next few moments could be all about you. What we got this week, man? You know, I, I got this really good uh, message from, uh, I got it from Bob, and he's from Bradenton, Florida. Bob sends me a video, and this is great because he, he went on our Facebook page and he saw the, how I'm asking people to send me the videos, and he put the camera in the right spot so I can really see what was going on. Bob had a case of the shanks. He's out on the driving range and at his, his club down there in Bradenton, and he's... Uh, He's got a case of the shanks. And all of a sudden, I started to see it. And when I watched him set up, his shoulders were hanging out over his toes, and he was very much leaning forward toward the golf ball. And then he took the club back. And as he took it back, the club head was kind of whipped, you know, like we'd like to say, inside the target line really quickly. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, it didn't really travel back and up and behind. It was pretty much an inside and then lift the arms up kind of a thing. And when I saw him lift his arms up, I saw him drift his body about an inch toward the golf ball. And then he threw the club down at the golf ball. And all of a sudden, it was the nastiest looking shank <laughs> since last time I think that we played. Um, <laughs> oh, that shank of yours wasn't all that ugly, man. No, it really was not a bad one at all. So, so I got to see it. And I, so I sent him a note, back a, a little back and forth conversation, and then I sent him a, a little video, and I illustrated for him what I saw him do. And so all I got him to do was set up where he felt a little bit more where he drifted backwards so that he felt his heels on the ground to the point where he could wiggle his toes. So in his setup, he was just, you know, drifted out toward the, the, the toes just a little much, so I got him to settle back in. And then in his takeaway... All I said was, hey, Bob, let's be realistic about this. Let's just get your arms swinging back down the target line just a little bit longer at the, at the beginning. He's swinging his arms. Instead of just you know yanking his club in behind him, his arms are now flowing so that his hands passed his right leg pretty much moving dead right, you know, dead down the target line to the right. And so as he did that, he went out and practiced for a couple of days. And he said not only did he not have that, crazy shot anymore that was causing him an awful lot of trouble. But he found out he was very much in the middle of the club face and picked up an awful lot of accuracy and distance. And it was really just a, a setup and small part of the takeaway issue. It was a lot of fun to fix that because I know that uh, I took away somebody's pain. And it's, it's so frustrating when you don't realize what itty bitty little thing you're doing wrong that causes such a serious malfunction in what happens to the well, ball I think what happens, a lot of people, they're seeing the result. And the result is so bad that they think that the problem that caused it had to be that great of magnitude. Mm -hmm. They think that it had to be a major problem to have a golf ball go 30 yards offline. Yeah. And yet they might just have a minor thing that's a quarter of it quarter of an inch in a club face position or you know maybe an inch in a swing direction you know it, there's all kinds of small fixes that mean major things in terms of ball flight because everything flies out and spins and and it you know exaggerates the problem farther out and offline it goes and mm -hmm. it makes people think oh my I have I have a major ball flight issue so therefore I must have a major golf swing issue right and, and a lot of times it's really not the case. A lot of times it's something as simple as, as what I just described with Bob from Bradenton. Uh, hence the term quick fix. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I would think most often it's something minor. Yeah, he was thinking that he was probably going to have to spend months in golf ball hitting rehab. <laughs> you know. And the truth of it is, is that he, he needed to just stand over it a little bit differently and make his very first move that he was making just a little tiny bit different. Yeah. And next thing you know, he's a, he's a happy retiree instead, you know, because that, that's what people do. They, they work their whole life and then they, they pack up from where they once did all the work and they show up in Florida and find a golf course. Yeah. And they expect that to be the happy time in their life. Right. And then all of a sudden they run into a case of the shanks and it's not. It's not happy. Yeah. No like, one so, you know, they'd rather be they'd rather be heading back up north going back to work <laughs> yeah. instead of standing there shanking it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Never had any fun at work, but it's less frustrating than golf. <laughs> yeah. 
But see, that's quite true. And that, and that's another reason why you shouldn't try to fix things on your own. You know, you can you have a case of the shanks and, and you see one of the golf magazines on the shelf at the drugstore that, that says, you know, fix the shanks. Well, they don't know why you're shanking it. Yeah, there's a lot of possibilities of yeah. what could go on to have that happen. And they're and they're tr- to try to make it as generic as is possible. But if your problem is not something that meets the generic criteria, then you're out of luck and you've spent more time. Plus, you have to go pay someone to translate that stuff. I mean, because because most of these most of these things are written either by very high level teachers or by PGA pros. For some reason, they think if you know PGA pros tell you how to do it, that it makes a lot more sense to you. Well, they have teachers too. You know, <laughs> I don't the, want the, the pro to tell me. Let well, the pro's what? teacher right, tell me. Do. Well, think about it. If you just pay attention to the fact that you know this is something I like to tell an awful lot of amateurs here at, at the club at Otter Creek is, hey, don't be afraid to take golf lessons. Don't be too proud. Jack Nicklaus took him his whole life. Mm-hmm. Tiger Woods sure did. They're some of the greatest players that you'll ever see. Mm-hmm. And there's always somebody taking care of their golf swing mm-hmm. and, and making sure that they're on top of things. And they're, you know, the response that I get is you know, somewhere between, yeah, but those guys are really rich and that's what they do for their living. But the truth is, is that they're there to play their best golf. And so they had somebody there helping them to play their best golf. And some people, they just did it with a caddy. And their caddy would help them. Yeah. And the truth is, is that the caddy can be some sort of help. And sometimes the caddy can just be good enough to keep your clubs clean and <laughs> fix your pitch marks on the green and rake your bunkers. But one way or another, it allows you to allows you to get, get into your best golf by not getting distracted. Exactly. So. You know, uh, there's another little thing, too. I'm, I'm, it's something that I used to do. And I caught myself doing it. It was kind of a self-fix because uh, I watched myself once and I went, aha. But some of us, many of us, I would imagine, amateurs, when we start the takeaway, rather than rotating, we kind of slide. Meaning instead yeah. of your tip, your 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 hips just staying on a on a regular axis and turning clockwise a little bit, they mm-hmm. kind of slide just a little bit to the right if you're a right-handed golfer or to the left if you're a left-handed golfer, and then turn, which which really leads to a lot of really fat shots. It's really difficult to self-diagnose. It is. And, you know, there's some people that, that slide successfully, but most are not. No. Because if you think about it, if you really slid, you know, for lack of a better term, slid to the right on the way back, you'd have to slide to the left the same amount. Yeah, exactly. With good timing. Yeah. The trouble is, is that, a lot of people don't do those things where the beginning thing that they do is required to be fixed by something equal and opposite mm-hmm. and it doesn't quite match up. Yeah. Things have to happen in pairs, you know. Exactly. You know, the equal pairs, yeah. you know. So if you're if you're moving one direction, you got to move back the other. Right. And uh it's it's tough to only But I'm sure you've seen that problem quite a bit where people don't Yeah, I see a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> In one minute, what's, I see a lot of things. What, you know, what is the biggest transgression you see amateurs doing in a swing? Uh, poor grip. Okay. Poor grip. Because it, it dictates a lot of things. First, it dictates the club face position and how it's going to touch the ball. But it also dictates you know, how you put your hands on, dictates how your arms are bent or angled or twisted or not. And it 
dictates how, how and where they start to swing. It dictates how you can tilt. It dictates so much of what's going to happen for you to try to get the club face on the ball based on where you started it that I would tell you right now the biggest thing is to get a better grip okay. and make sure it, it, it works for your body and make sure it squares the club face and, and start square. Now, and you, you pointed out a, a point I was going to make is there is not a universal proper grip. It's no. dependent upon how your arms hang, right? It, 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 it's, that is a, a big thing right there. Yeah. It is, uh, if, if everybody just did one thing and, and they put their, their, their left hand, their lead hand, so to speak, if you're a lefty, you know, that's your right hand. Um, but if you just put your lead hand on there, how your arm naturally hangs down and you put your back hand on there pretty close to just the back side of the golf shaft, you're really, really, really close to having a great grip. Right. If you have yeah, any grip some questions, minor tweaks after that. Yeah, if there's if any grip questions, you can do that. You can just take a, a full frontal video of yourself <laughs> and uh, and send it to Jeff, and he can help you with that too. Jeff's quick fix. You can find it at thoseweekendgolfguys.com or uh, facebook.com slash golfguys or right here. And we got more. We're coming back. Don't you move. You checked out our Facebook page yet? It's facebook.com slash golfguys. Go there and like us. Please. We need the affirmation. Hey, Jeff, I got to come to you, man. I need some help. I'm playing golf last weekend. Four of us, at least two of them, outdrove me on a regular occasion. To, you know, to pick up your club head speed, you know, I have found these, these training aids that are just the world's best thing I've ever seen. Uh, Super Speed Golf has some training aid sticks, and they've got this beautiful training program that goes with them that you can get online. My clients have picked up a lot of club head speed and a lot of distance in a relatively short period of time. I'm more impressed with this than I am with anything else that I've ever seen on the market to make people swing their club faster. And we all know that's what, you know, one of the big factors in producing distance. That's right. Faster equals longer. That's what I'm looking for, man. Longer that's right. by being faster. Super speed. What's, what's the website? Where do Super. I go? superspeedgolf.com go to superspeedgolf.com pick up some of these sticks uh, go through their training program it is eye-popping how much distance you'll pick up do you owe ten thousand dollars or more to the irs then get on board with the tax admiral and let us steer your way to financial freedom the irs is the largest collection agency in the world they can freeze your bank accounts seize your car home will garnish your paychecks and benefits don't take on the irs alone i can fight for you Using industry secrets that can help stop the IRS. I'll cut your penalties, slash your interest, and reduce your overall tax bill. Sometimes I can even get it zeroed out completely. We're an A-rated company with over 30 years' experience helping people clean up their mess with the IRS. And we have a 95% customer satisfaction rating. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS, are facing an audit, a lien, or levy, then call me right away. Call 800-329-2708. Again, that's 800-329-2708. And we are back yet again. We keep it's like a boomerang, man. We just keep coming on back. John Ashton, Jeff Smith, those weekend golf guys. And and a little caveat here, a little word to the wise. When you are out on a driving range, 
look over your back shoulder and make sure that there isn't somebody peering at you through the windows of the clubhouse, snickering. (laughs) Which is what Mr. Jeff Smith, PGA, of the Plain and Simple Golf School, is doing at Otter Creek at this very moment. Well, there's not as much snickering as there is looking at who's about to be my next client. (laughs) (laughs) Some heavy-duty marketing going on here. (laughs) You know, I see people... And, and they, you know, to stand afar and, and look down and see what's going on from the, you know, I'm 100 yards away view kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just sit back and I watch what's going on and I ask myself, why is that person continuing to do what they're doing when they see the results? And it's the same result. Yeah. But yet they don't just stop. They don't put their club down. They don't walk away. They don't go chip. They don't go pitch. They just stand there, and they do exactly the same thing, getting exactly the same result. I don't know why they would want to continue with what they're doing. I don't understand how they think that that's actually good for them. Yeah, it could be another uh, example of, you know, like you don't want to go to a gym until you get in better shape because you don't want to embarrass yourself. A lot of people don't want to go to a pro for lessons until they have at least a modicum of ability. What a waste of time. Yeah. I mean, if, you know, just the thought about that for just a second. You, you just said it. You're, you're right on an awful lot of levels there. What a monumental waste of time. Mm-hmm. How long would that go on? In, in, in that mind frame right there, I have to get so good before I can learn how to get good? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You don't want to embarrass yourself in front of the pro, you know? Well, but that's where you go to a beginner's ca- a camp, a clinic. Yeah. And you sit and you listen, or you, you sit down and you, you ask a pro, hey, can, can we talk about something over lunch? And, and get a couple of concepts in your head about what needs to get accomplished, and then say, okay, can you show me you know, some pointers about that? And, and go at it in an easygoing conversation, so that way you're never in fear that you're going to embarrass yourself. Right. If and, you join a, a beginner's clinic, yeah. you know, first, they're they're relatively inexpensive. And second, there are no you just surrounded yourself. You're right. You yeah. just surrounded yourself full of people who are just beginning. Yeah. At some point, you may learn something that about the way you were going about it yeah. while just going in playing the beginner role that you may have had a completely bad concept in your head of what you thought you were supposed to be doing. Like, for example, you know, I'm watching a guy right now who's his head is just completely buried into the ground. I mean, it's a, his head is almost as low as his waist <laughs> as he tries to make a golf swing because obviously somebody told him that he's got to keep his head low yeah. or down. Yeah. And so he's really struggling to strike anything but the ground six inches behind the golf ball. Mm-hmm. And, and I wonder, why is he in that mode? You know, as a teacher, I look at that and I see what it is. But I wonder how he got there. Yeah. What's going on inside the, the player's mind? that yeah. made him stand in that situation, you know, that position, because it's not even athletic. And it's certainly not normal human posture of any sort. It's not <laughs> like he could have been doing that out of some habit, because I did watch him walk to the range, and he was, you know, erect and walking. Yeah. And yeah. he was not the hunchback of Notre Dame. Gotcha. Obviously, he's read some bad advice or, or misunderstood some advice that he read or heard from somebody somewhere. Well, it might be the guy standing next to him 
uh, turn around telling him what to do while start, while trying to hit his own, own golf balls. Yeah, straight and before as well. you take advice from the guy standing next to you, watch him hit the ball three or four times. You know, one thing last week on last week's show, we had a guy named uh, Brendan Stooksbury, who's yeah. uh, a pro down in Macon and has written yep. a bestseller called The Wedge Book. Right. Mm-hmm. If you missed that show, by all means, check it out. You can always do that um, on uh, on our. Uh, page at Spreaker.com, or make it easy. Just download our free app, either for your iPhone or your Android, uh, your PC, whatever it is. Just download the app, and you can always listen to uh, any of the archive shows that you may have missed. But he was, you know, he's very accomplished golf professional teacher, and, you know, I I was very impressed with, with his instruction on how to improve your wedge game. Take that with something I saw on Facebook just the other day where – Anna Ralston was going to show you the five things you need to do to hit a golf ball to make it check up when it hit the green with a wedge. Now, I've listened to Brandon. I've read his book. But that didn't stop me from pushing the button to watch Anna Ralston because Anna Ralston was wearing you know, a golf shirt with uh, a few buttons unbuttoned that probably shouldn't have been and some very tight shorts and is a very attractive woman. Yeah, I think she's. I think Anna Rawson is. I think she's consistently listed in uh, one of the one of the top ten reasons that ladies golf is great, and probably one of the top five reasons why many women don't play golf. Might be because they think that the guys are expecting Anna Ralston to show up. Yeah. Now is she a golfer turned model or a model turned golfer? No, I think she's a golfer turned model. Okay. I think Anna Rawson was. Um, uh, I think she actually got her LPGA tour card for a year or so, 2008, 2009, and then wasn't wasn't quite there to to hold on to it long. But I think yeah. she's um, I think she spent a lot of time overseas. I don't I'm not sure how how much she spent in the United States versus overseas. Yeah. Uh, in in touring. You know, and on next week's show, we're we're lining up uh, an entire bevy of uh, guests, and we're going to talk about women in golf how to get more women to play golf, uh, how women can be more comfortable playing golf, less intimidated going to a golf course. Uh, we're talking to some folks from the LPGA and some folks from uh, girlsgolf.org. Uh, and um, there's even a, a female um, golf performance institute woman out of uh, Jersey somewhere who's uh, going to be coming on talking with us a little bit. Um, but as a guy, I mean, you can look at the statistics, 78% male, 22% female. Go to any sure. golf course on any given day, and most of the women you see are going to be driving a beverage cart. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much true. And I, there's not a lot of women playing at a lot of golf courses. Yeah, and I think that there's, I think that there's some golf courses that just don't set themselves up for ladies play. Yeah, oh, that's true. That a is lot of it's true. the where they put the tee boxes on a lot of golf courses and make that golf course play extra hard for an awful lot of ladies. Well, they don't give any thought to it. They just kind of say, well, there's got to be a set of red tees a little bit closer than any other, so let's just stick them wherever we can. You know, and, and sometimes that works. It just depends on where the fairway bunkering is yeah. and, the, and the slopes and whatnot. Yeah. But, but the, uh, the point is that they don't give – most golf courses don't give a whole lot of thought to that. I mean, we've had um, a couple of uh, times we've had Jan Beljan, who's a uh, golf course architect. Right. The, the leading female golf course architect who will berate golf courses up one side and down the other about how they set the course up for female golfers. And then, of right. course, you have a female golfer in, in the family that it really doesn't matter. 
couple of them, yeah. Because she could yeah. <laughs> play some of the men's tees and bust yeah. it out there past the men. Yeah, put her on the tips. She's still going to beat you badly. Um, but but for the most part, we're, we're going to be talking about that. And, and there are a whole lot of people who are concerned about that. One of the things that, that I think should concern us as guys, I don't want to say we feel guilty, but we probably should a little bit in the way that we look at females on the golf course. You, I think there's a, a little bit of, you know, generally speaking, there's a, a little bit of apprehension by a lot of ignorant guys when they're playing behind women. As if they play slower. Yeah. I would tell you from experience, that is pretty much the opposite is true. Mm-hmm. Because an awful lot of women have heard that. Yeah. And they have a thought in their head, a lot of them, that they're going to play faster than the men, period. <laughs> yeah, just to show them. Because you, you, uh-huh. you can't really get comfortable on the golf course thinking that the guys behind you are – ticked off that you're in front of them right you know i mean come on let's and let's make it and i think friendly at least i you think know? there's an awful lot of thought out there as well that women are are inferior players which is coming <laughs> from the the family of golfers that i have uh-huh. um, you know <laughs> yeah a, 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 two, wife too uh, i married a, a someone who who played collegiate golf at indiana university got a daughter who plays uh, at loyola university um my wife's sisters uh, two played at purdue one played at, at uh or excuse me two played at notre dame and one played at purdue mm-hmm. uh and then i have another daughter who's about to head off to college golf um i, I don't see that i don't see that inferiority <laughs> exactly. at all <laughs> uh, just uh, just put it this way there were three females in jeff's immediate family that could kick your butt up uh, one side and down the other of any golf course you want to play on, period. That's pretty much true. But we're going to talk about true. women yeah. in general. I mean, it is one of our favorite topics, women, and then uh, we like golf. We talk about that, too. So talk about women in golf. Hey, it's going to be a great hour. Next week, right here at the same time in the same place that you are at right now. Check us out, thoseweekendgolfguys.com. Uh, Jeff's Quick Fix. You heard him do it for uh, Bob down in Florida. He can do it for you. Facebook.com slash golf guys. You can follow us on Twitter at WKND Golf Guys. Just make sure that you are here again next week because we will be and uh, we'd hate to start without you. Have a great week. Go play some golf. See you. Bye.